We are live, my friend. All right. Welcome into Defeating the Curse. This is the DTC show with FP and LP. We're going to talk real football. There's a lot to discuss. Trade deadline happened. Goodbye, Chase. Goodbye, Tez. I don't think it's a full rebuild, but it's looking that way. I I think Harris did what he needed to do. I think he made correct analytical decisions. It stings. It hurts. But to get a rebuild going, to, challenge, to, to chase an actual championship, I think these are moves that we needed to do. It, it's definitely going to hurt to see Chase not there on Sunday, to see Tez not there, to go up against Chase later in the year. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be it's going to be scary for the O line, I'm sure. Uh, but I'm I think after dissecting it for about a day, I think I'm comfortable with LP. I think I think I'm good with the moves. I went up and down a lot on it, but I think overall it, it was the right decision to make. I think this was a no brainer. Uh, you are three and four, three and five. What was it? Where three and five? Um, you're clearly not going to make a run this year. Uh, neither of these two uh, outside linebackers, DNs, are poised to come back. One of them has a soured relationship with the head coach, the front office, uh, who may or may not be there next year. Probably not, but it doesn't matter. Not be. Um, and the other one uh, wants to play in Atlanta. So going out there and getting picks uh, for these two players who are not going to be there to give you five five picks in the first three rounds uh, Top is, 100, is huge. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a haul for uh, two players that are not going to be there. Obviously, the sweat haul is a lot better, right? Because that Chicago Bears second-round pick may as well be a top 35 pick, pretty close to the first round. That's right. where you pretty much where you drafted, Tez. Um, so you're almost getting back what you what you drafted for him. Yeah, and, uh, and on, it's on sweat, a good thing. I mean, on on uh, Chase. I mean, you could see it, right? Like when his dad called into one hundred six seven. Like <laughs> that was the end. That yeah. was the end right there. His dad knew. Some probably getting traded. And uh, he was having a good year. I mean, four and a half sacks uh, through seven games, eight games. Is, not bad, right? He was on four and a half, on track five and a half. Uh, yeah, but he was on track for a good either season. Either way, his, he his was on best... track for, for ten plus. Right. Uh, he was not uh, rookie of the year, Chase, but he certainly wasn't one sack in nine games, Chase, uh, second year. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't, I don't see a, a downside to this. Uh, on the flip side, like you're going into next year with, like I said, five picks in the first three rounds. Uh, you're going in with 90 million in cap space. Yeah, you're I mean, going in with suddenly a QB who you found. Yeah, Can suddenly the this, this, QB. this team this team has a lot to offer to to a GM when you're trying to bring in a new GM into a head coach and you're trying to bring in a new head coach. You have the new owner with a new stadium that's going to happen, and it could happen in DC, right? The fan base is re-energized. You have your O line. You still have some elite weapons on both sides of the ball. You still have Payne and Allen locked down. You still have Fuller and Defoe and 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 all those guys. It, it and, and Curl. The the good thing is that that cap space I think is a lot to to pinpoint on because 
we can now we can afford to keep curl right and now if you bring in a real defensive coordinator he might be able to get the same production that we were seeing out of tez and chase out of two hill and um smith williams like it, it could just be it, it, i don't think it's necessarily like i was saying at the beginning i don't i don't think it's a full rebuild i think it's you essentially wiped out the ron rivera era right you have Payne, you have Allen, you have Terry. You bring in a new coach and they can do what they need to do to, to rebuild the O-line, to get better play calls on defense, to get the guys believing in each other, the locker room believing into the system. Because as you can see over the last two, three weeks, there's a lot of frustrations coming from the players. Some of that wasn't necessarily Chase or Tez, but as a whole, you can see the, the players essentially stopped buying into the to the system they didn't really believe in what they were they were putting out on the field and you heard all the fluff you heard like we got to play better and john allen dropping f-bombs and all that stuff and i think harris saw all of that over the 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 whole season but specifically the last the the last three games right the eagles the giants and and barely against the falcons i think harris is an analytical guy he's a patient wait and see guy and I think he saw enough to be like, okay, I have to do the the, the painful cuts, the, the trades, and and really start retooling this team and, and recouping as much as I can so that when I do go out and get a GM and I do go out and get a head coach, I have a lot to offer them. And they don't just have to play around in the scraps of Ron Rivera, who he decimated this team, right? The, the roster from 2020 till now, none of his draft picks really hit. Maybe, maybe Dotson hits, but... That's it, right? At four years for Ron Rivera, you're still hovering around 500, if that this year, and and you have Dotson, and and somehow, some way, we discovered Sam Howell. That wasn't Ron Rivera. He could take all the credit he wants for it. He's been out all day today on media talking about how he found the QB and this franchise has been looking. Somehow, he's reading that to why he treated Tez, and it, it doesn't necessarily make sense. That is Ron Rivera. Nothing about Rivera makes sense. But now. The next season, it, it's it could be a good team for, for somebody to come join, and probably this season. I, I don't think defense does. Worse. I think you could probably still get your stupid wild card push, five hundred record, season, and maybe you do better. I I, I wouldn't be surprised. I I think you were thirty first in points allowed on this defense. So are you really going to get any worse? I think the defense actually plays as a unit, right? Now we can feature uh, John Allen, Payne, maybe uh, uh, Federian Mathis can be on the line too, yeah. right? Like maybe Allen can move to the to outside a little, a little bit. More creative. Yeah, right. And then you still have Tuhill who also has four sacks this season already, right? And in what, one third of the plays, of the, uh, yeah. plays that, that Chase has been in on? Right. So you still have players, right? And and we saw this with um with Chase going out uh two years ago and then again most of last year. Like the defense didn't get worse with Chase out of the lineup. Well, even even last year when when Tez was out with the broken jaw or whatever, you had two hill and JSW and they, they held down the defense. The defense actually played better and it and it it almost forced the players to not rely on the quote-unquote talent up front 
the four first round picks and thinking they were going to be these disruptors and do all the hard work. It forced the defense to really like buckle down and, and, and quote unquote, Ron Rivera, do your job. And, and we didn't miss a beat with both of those guys out. Now, like I said, it, it's painful to lose them because we want to believe in the Ashburn syndrome. We want to believe that the second overall pick that we took in chase was, was truly a generational talent. But the truth is he did not show it and he has never shown it. And you saw that being that we only got a third round pick from him, right? The Niners offered a third and we're like, okay, we'll take it. Nobody else came in and, and had a, a better offer. And what does that tell you about chase? Now, I I still believe we used Chase wrong and he's going to do amazing on that Niners defense. But I'm not I'm not devastated, right? I'm not I'm not crushed at this because they just weren't getting the job done for for the the capital invested in them. Yeah, and you saw um Ron say today that they didn't really want to or whatever it was, it was reported that they didn't really want to trade Tez, but the offer was just too good for them to pass up on. And I 100% believe that the Bears uh, and actually the Falcons offered a third, uh, second round pick as well. But we went with the Bears because it was going to be potentially a higher pick. Yeah, it's basically a one. You have to do that. Yeah. And on the chase, um, what I don't understand on the, the chase trade is uh, the wording said it was a compensatory uh, third round pick. So does that mean it's not the 49ers pick? It's whatever they get as comp picks? I think it's the comp pick they got for losing one of their coaches last year. So it's year. it's really almost a fourth round pick, kind of, yeah, yeah. But yeah. at the same time, you're, you're still I mean, five picks in the top one hundred, and apparently, we're not, look. The relationship you and I aren't was college, We're not college was, football guys, but apparently, this draft is stacked with talent that's coming in. Well, they also drafted the guy. Uh, Andre Jones uh, last year, who they've been praising all summer, and has had a good had a good camp, had a good preseason. Maybe that guy gets a chance, uh, gets more snaps, and maybe that uh, with this guy and Two Hill and and whoever else they have out there. Well, we got um, this, this plays year we got, within uh, the system. KJ Henry in the fifth. KJ Henry in the fifth. So yeah, I'm, it, it's almost like did Ron even know active? we were gonna. I, don't know, I have no idea. Probably not. But it's almost like, did Ron know we were going to make these trades in the draft? Did, did he have that foresight? No. He just drafted no. like an idiot. But somehow, some way, we, we still have depth at the edge position. Now, obviously, you could still go out free agency next year and, and get yourself a, a better free agent. But I I want no, all that the would be a disaster. Picks. Trading a pick and then signing uh, a person – like you're not going to sign someone who's of better caliber than Montez Sweat. So you might. I think you going know. out and getting and no, you're not right. You're not. You're not. Well, hopefully, I, hopefully I that would be the, the next eight, the but next seven games. You don't have to see that. You you see enough that you well, don't even think you need that. Or if you do need that, you have five picks in the first. No, 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 rounds. no. Maybe use no. If you take a draft pick for an edge, that's that's annoying. Don't do that. I would much rather free agent get an edge piece then waste a draft pick on edge piece because then what the hell no, is because the you, but you got to think about the salary cap you're if you're right, drafting that, someone in the third round you're paying them nothing if you no, keep but, i mean montez you're paying him 20 million a year but but i don't think from all the times we've seen tez and chase that they were worth the money that would have come their way 
So I'm okay well, you know what signing. Would have been smart is not drafting Fedarian Mathis and drafting an edge player at that yeah. second round. I mean, spot what would have been smart ago, was ago. drafting an offense that was better, so that the defense didn't have to get on the field as much, and losing JDR three years ago, or getting a actual linebacker in there who makes that defense a million times better. Yeah, the, literally. The truth is, Ron you, Rivera. If you had a true linebacker in there. This defense doesn't have problems. 100%. The defensive agreed. problems are because agreed. Cody Barton is on the field. Yeah. Or because and, and Jamin David is Mayo a first round pick that can that isn't playing to that caliber. And David Mayo comes in and Kiki no. Hudson comes Jamin in. Jamin Davis, and, like, he, he can't even have the green dot. This yeah. is year four for him. And he doesn't yeah. even have the green dot when 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 uh Barton went out. Cody Barton went out. Yeah. yeah. It, it's it, that's, and that's just, a disaster. Ron Rivera came into this team. Saw all the capital we put in the defense, saw the elite weapons we had on offense, and he was like, the window is open, but then Ron caught a chill and slammed the window shut. That's essentially what happened, and he had no idea what was going on. He had no idea how to improve on this roster, and his BS of, we're a QB away, and yet I'm going to take all the positions that we do have and make them worse. It, It makes no sense, and then he makes them worse, and then he drafts people to improve on the positions he made worse. It, it, like Ron, Ron is has not, to go. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it, it, he he may point, have been the right person under the Snyder era where we needed stability. Yeah, we needed no ship, leaks. Blah, blah, we needed blah. players who were not getting arrested, all those things. But now, yeah. but the Ron question now is, is why is he who, still here? Right. You have Harris. He got his hands dirty. He, him, and and who's the the new analytical guy we hired? What's his name again? Shen. Shen. He came in and he was like, "These trades, the value, the analytics of it say it's worth it." But then, if if you see that the the tide is turning, just drop Ron from now. Give it no, to EB because, and go. Well, if you're not going to win this season, anyways, I'm not saying to tank, but let Ron. Stable the ship or whatever. Let Ron tank by accident because he just doesn't know how to coach the team? Exactly. (laughs) I mean, but I I also don't see Ron surviving the rest of the year. I think you lose to the Patriots. I think Ron's probably out. It it has to happen sooner than later. Because you you need to see what this team can look like, not under the stewardship of Ron, so that you have game tape for whoever's coming in to be like, okay, Ron removed. Suddenly, this guy's playing better. Suddenly, this guy who was buried on the depth chart, he's back and he's playing well. So we don't have to worry about that in the first round. We can push it to a third round pick. Suddenly, Terry's doing great. Dotson's doing great. Pringle's terrible. We'll, we'll, we'll drop him. Like you, you have to lose Ron so that EB can come in and he can make personnel changes and his coordinator that replaces JDR can come in and, and run a different scheme, and then you can truly identify where your glaring holes are under, quote-unquote, better coaching, right? But if you just have shit coaching and it makes the roster look like shit, the new guy is going to come in and he's going to be like, all these players are terrible. Let's get rid of everyone. But then that's how you possibly lose out on real talent. That's how you could maybe – maybe that happens, and he's like, oh, I don't want to re-sign Curl. And then you lose curl, and then suddenly we're weak at safety for the next three years, right? Like that—that's something that Ron needs to go, so that doesn't—that's not a scenario we have to deal with. 
I mean, there, it's so complicated. There's a lot that goes into it. Like, who is going to run the show? Like, they hired this analytics guy, Shen. I would highly doubt this guy's going to run the show. Um, so Harris has got to, like, figure out what his org structure is. Is there a team president? Does the Is there a GM underneath that team president? And then under the GM, is there a coach? All those things. Uh, I think this season was really about finding out is how will the guy and I think we are much closer to the answer there. And it's he yeah. could he can be the guy. I think the second thing that we got to figure out is is EB a potential head coach replacement? No, he should not I was be a head coach. I was listening to the junkies this morning and they had interviewed Diana Rossini uh, from the athletic and they said, Who are the uh, who are the, the the top candidates to be head coaching next year? And she really had no answer. She said Ben Johnson, uh, from from the Lions, and then there was one other name. She the, the coordinator from, from the, the Bengals. Oh, it was the coordinator from the Bengals, defensive coordinator from the Bengals. Yes, yeah. right. I don't want anyone on defense. And Ben Johnson, who knows, right? Like he may or may not come. I, I'm not really they sure. Great that on Monday that's night. What the Commanders need. Um, you need a uh, you need you can, a young you guy can that... hire a young guy, but you gotta hire an experienced GM, an experienced team president. Yes. Yeah, you essentially need what the Niners did, right? Because Kyle at the time was still viewed as a young guy. Yeah, when, but when he they was given head coach, took a flyer on Lynch, right? Lynch was a TV analyst, like he's yeah, he but, doesn't but have running an organization. But he's experience. proven he can. But it was what I'm he, saying is it was a risk that the Niners he, took. He he is the daddy. Off. He is the daddy of the Redskins, right? We gave up we the Niners Trent and Chase for two third picks. He owns us. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, me a guy like that. Find me. Uh, uh, what are you going to hire, Chris Collinsworth? Are you going to hire uh, Tony Dungy, baby? Let's go. Cower as our GM. I'm all in for Peyton Manning as head coach. Yeah, I'm sure. It's not going to happen, but but the point is, the Marty suck, and like, I almost almost like the Marty's or just helping other teams because they know they're not going to be here anymore. What do they care about keeping this roster intact? What do they care about making the right the right moves and the right draft picks? They, they know they're gone. The writing's on the wall. That's what I'm saying. Just get rid of everyone now. Polar Raiders, get rid of McDaniels, get rid of your GM, throw in a couple random interims, see what you can get out of the season, evaluate that way, and then finish pressing the reset button at the end of the season. But to delay it from now when we know – Everybody's gone, and we traded away two blue chip players. Just it makes no sense. Just end it now. The fan base will come back. If you fire Ron, the fan base that was late at the start of the year because Snyder sold and faded away through the the blowout after blowout after blowout from under Ron, they come back, right? And then you finish the season with your fan base strong. You finish the season with the players more excited, buying into whatever interim coach is there. EB probably can own that locker room instantly if he's the interim, right? And you go. And maybe EB, he just he he's he's on board with being a, a carryover coordinator next season. And then he goes out for a head coaching job based on uh Black Monday or whatever happens this season when when everybody gets fired. I, I mean I'd love to know what Josh Harris is thinking like is this season? Are you trying to lose? Are you trying to win? I don't are think anybody's trying to, trying to lose. 
but you need to you just need to finish pressing the reset button. We're right now we're in a half press. Do a full press. Yeah. Also, I mean, you have to do a full I, press I, I because could, Ron will well find a Ron way to going on a run together. Yeah. He That's why you have to get rid of him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a career two games under 500. And that's probably where he'll end up if he's the coach for the rest of the year. I mean, the only thing in our favor is the schedule moving forward is not an easy schedule. Mm, but it's also it's not, not that difficult. The Patriots, are, 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 are they suck, but it's still Bill Belichick. And, and I was saying it, I said it two weeks ago, and then they... They won, or they did something. They beat the, the Bills, the and Bills, they almost beat was. the. They were in the lead for the uh, the Dolphins. Yeah, so it's it's you can't you can never count out a Bill Belichick team, even yeah, though they it's, suck. It, it's Patriots, the Jets, Seahawks, the Giants, Jets, Cowboys, the Seahawks are Dolphins. great. The Giants have our number. Cowboys will destroy us. Dolphins will Rams destroy us. Are Rams are a weak team. Jets are a weak team. Yeah, but the Jets aren't a weak team. They're weak at quarterback. Everything else is great. Resol will rush for seven thousand yards against us. They'll have forty-eight sacks on 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 the game, right? Same goes with the Rams. Aaron Donald will just be living inside of Howell's mind. It, the, none of these games are gimmies. I'm still picking the Commanders to win this week. Yeah, I mean you're a homer, but I just I, I like I don't know. I just see Ron not really losing the locker room. And I see the players in the locker room probably not. Room. I, I think the players in the locker room probably not caring that Chase has been traded. And I think they understand that the haul for Tez was worth it. I, I think I think Ron lost the <laughs> locker room. I can't even room. see you. <laughs> I think Ron lost the locker, the locker room because of just Allen dropping the F-bombs, Reeves on Twitter's voicing frustrations. I, I, it's just... There's a lot of frustration that's bubbling up. And then even today, I think JP tweeted out that the locker room during practice was quiet because Chase and Tez are such big personalities. I always thought Tez was a quiet guy, but apparently he has a big personality in the locker room. And the locker room was quieter today. And I I can't put my finger on it if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Were, were they distracting? Because there was rumors going around, mainly around Chase, that he was immature he was doing his own thing. He never took like the 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 coaching advice. He he was always chasing like the flashy play instead of doing his his assignment. It, uh, and it, it sounds like that's it sounds like that's the the commanders trying to save face and justify trading him. But it also sounds like there's there's a little truth to there's that. There's probably a little truth to it. Yeah, right. I mean, there was a report yesterday. They they they. Th- view it as uh, addition by subtraction. Right, but if that's I mean, but that's what I'm saying. If if there's truth to that, did Ron ever really have the locker room? JDR definitely didn't have the locker room. Right? If yeah, you're just going to you do your player own storming off in the around, middle of the game like Antonio Brown did a couple years ago. Yeah, but you don't I have, mean you had you had Allen you don't and have Payne players calling into out the it coach. last season. Right? You no, you too- can Two you can ago, you think, can right? win you can have the locker room. Ron is a leader of men, but that only goes so far if you're a terrible coach, and if you're putting these guys through the ringer and making them practice and making them do all this stuff only to get embarrassed on TV on on game day because your plan isn't cohesive because everything is falling apart. That's when you end up seeing 
something like Devonte Adams on Monday night slamming his helmet down and 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 freaking out on the sideline. Eventually, it's going to boil over, and you see that you don't yeah. actually have a grasp on that locker room. And I think Ron is right there. I think he's yep. right at the cusp of this boiling over, which is another reason. Just finish pressing the reset button. Get him out of there. Yeah, you lose one more game that you should be in competition like the Patriots, and I think you'll see that. And yeah, I think if we you come will, out 28, you will see that, and I think three. you will see Ron fired. Yeah, if we come out 24-3, 17-3 at the half, and then suddenly Mac Jones looks like the second coming of Brady, the offense is clicking, it's a get-right game for the Patriots, and we lose, you have to fire Ron because, because that is the boil-over point. That is where you'll see the frustrations. You'll see Terry saying stuff. You'll see... You'll see it all. Well, you already right? saw then, John Allen say something, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and I mean, shame on Ron that Sam has to go out there, who's essentially a rookie, young kid, and he has to tell the the, the DC media, no, we're not tanking. We're, we still want to win. We still have guys here that are working hard. And it, that shouldn't be Sam's job. Sam shouldn't have to field those questions. Yeah. I hate I Ron mean, there. you you... you you're getting to the point where you're also setting up your quarterback for failure too for the rest of the year. And that's right. a very risky proposition. Yeah. We can't do that either. And, and you know what? I, that's, it's, it's kind of why I'm okay with EB becoming interim coach. See what he can do. His, that's see what if, I'm for. That's see what if I'm he saying. can bring that's in, I'm see for. if he can bring in the Andy Reed method instead of the rumors about us going out and hiring Bill Belichick and bringing in the Patriots away. If that happens, I mean, it's essentially that that rumor got killed tonight, but if that happens, I'm flipping tables. I'm freaking out. That is a very Snyder-esque move if we do that. Yeah, that would be the the wrong, 100% the wrong move. Bill Belichick, great coach, didn't have anything without Brady. And Bill Belichick and, probably and comes remember, here like, and brings in McDaniels. And then you'll see yeah, Terry probably. on the sideline smashing his helmet. Yeah, I mean, he was saved by Brady. Uh, you also got to remember, he hasn't been in New England his whole career, right? He was in Cleveland, and he failed there. Right, in New York, and he failed there. It's just... I, I was... I, I miss Chase and Tez already, but I also don't. And I think a lot of the people out there, a lot of the fans who were rejoicing that Harris took over, the the poison of the DC fan base and the media, they're all already they're angry at Harris and they have Ashburn syndrome and value Chase so much because he was some the second overall pick and the generational talent, and, and they think we just threw him away. It needed to happen. It had to happen. It was the correct move. You're never going to be a, a championship caliber team if you keep holding on to these quote unquote blue chip players that aren't producing, right? And you're just covered. You just have rose colored glasses on and you make excuses for them. I mean, Chase's dad on the radio was, oh, he's always double teamed, he's always triple teamed. And then boom, instantly. 15 Twitter accounts are like he's actually double teamed two percent of the the plays against the Eagles, right? Like he he just he just wasn't doing it himself. It, right? It's just such a bad look to get your dad to go on radio to defend you. Yeah, I it's, mean, it's I just, a horrible look. Like it's it. it Chase, I, Chase I mean, was the guy the on chat. the sideline, but he he 
he seen he gave off selfish vibes. He, he to me he gave off RG three vibes. Yeah, right. Like he bought yeah, into his own hype and he never did the work. And then his his mediocre rookie year that got him Deroy or yeah Deroy. He he didn't think he had to keep working on his craft. And then he got injured. And then the the, the comeback. And then maybe. I mean, you have Aaron Rodgers, torn Achilles, dropping back and doing passes, and and it took Chase, who's significantly younger, a season and a half to even lose the the knee brace. Like, come on! Like, are you telling me you couldn't? Are you telling me you yeah. you put in three hundred percent effort to rehab the way Aaron Rodgers is clearly doing? No, I guarantee you didn't do that. Yeah. I mean, every injury is different. Everyone's per, everyone's body is different, but it, it doesn't matter. The point is, uh, he he's been fully healthy through seven games this year, and he hasn't been a game changer. Sure, he's had sacks, he's had some plays, but he hasn't been a game changer. He hasn't been the 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 key phrase is he was sold to us as a generational talent. He has not fit that bill. He is not yeah. a generational talent. He's not Miles Garrett. He's not Aaron Donald. No, he's, he's not even solid, Max Crosby. He's a solid player. Yeah. He's I would Davion compare Lonnie. him to Preston Smith. Yeah. Ryan no, Preston Smith and, and Preston Smith is Montez productive, but not the not the the game record that they need to be. Yeah. But Ace was sold the same way he was sold. The generational talent. High, high, high draft pick that produces doesn't they don't like a Parsons, right? They don't you don't have Phil Collins gurgling on his name every broadcast prime time because he's not doing it, and that's why we don't even get the prime time games because Chase isn't doing anything that he like that that a blue chip player, uh, uh, an elite generational talent is supposed to do. He'll do it on the Niners, guaranteed. He'll probably have three sacks on Sunday, but whatever. He's probably going to play harder now. That's just what happens, right? He's like, oh, shit, the trade happened. I went to a team that's known to have this mental, super tough-minded, physical defense, so I have to put in 200% effort just to keep up with these guys, and I have to compete with my boy Bosa back from Ohio State and I have to work, 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 work. And you're going to see the work ethic that he didn't have for the last three years suddenly appear, and he's just going to look insane. And it's going to be a bad look for us. But it's again, you have to remember it needed to happen. And everybody on Sunday, Twitter is going to be filled with all the stupid PG County fans and all the stupid idiots that are going to be like, man, I knew we never should have gotten rid of Chase, blah, 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 blah. And they're all going to turn on Harris for some reason. And because they're not, they don't have long-term vision. They're they're stuck in the PTSD of Snyder and short-term vision, and they're they're never gonna they're never gonna get there. Yeah, I mean, but Shannon also is not gonna take his bullshit, right? Like if he's not coming to practice as prepared, and he's not putting in the work. This is going to go south for San Francisco too. They rented him for the rest of the season to try to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, they have zero intentions of signing him long term. Uh, 
uh, and he'll be a free agent uh, yeah. in the summer. Which is he'll he'll work even harder then. Um, but I I mean uh, we'll we'll see what happens on Sunday. Commanders and uh, Patriots. Who's winning? Give me your score. Um, oh man. Um, I think the Commanders are going to pull this off. I I go twenty three twenty. Commanders. Last two minutes. I think I think Two Hill has four sacks, and I think we win fifty two to six. <laughs> and and we we completely dominate. And it's all good things moving forward, except that Ron Rivera will somehow mess it up for us. Um, but yeah. all right. I, I, is he going to get a good challenge in? Probably not. If he can uncross his arms fast enough, he might be able to throw the flag. We'll, we'll yeah, put only if someone way. tells him to. Someone's <laughs> got to tell him. Someone's got to top him on oh. the shoulder. Say, hey, Ron, I think you should challenge that. And then yeah. he'll, he'll unfold his arms. <clears throat> we'll see what happens. Flag, probably do this. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We miss you, Chase. We miss you, Tez. We wish you well. Hopefully, you guys have phenomenal careers. Uh, Scherzer just got his, his 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 ring with the Rangers. They just won the World Cup. Uh, everything World is uh, World Series. Sorry, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I mean, late. It's late, and we're both tired. Yeah, all the teams are in rebuild mode. So let's just ride it out. Let's put a bow on the show. This has been an emergency pod from the Defeating the Curse crew, FP and LP. Watch our shows and listen to them wherever you watch them and listen to them. Um, Thanks for listening. We are out.